This episode's been brought to you by the Texas Taekwondo Alumni Association Endowment Fund. For more information, please contact Texas Taekwondo Alumni at gmail.com. Greetings, Horns. This is Coach Mike, and welcome to Texas Taekwondo in the Coach's Corner. Today's episode, I'm joined by Coach Daniel, Avi, and Hector, and we talk about our beginnings in Taekwondo. Hey everybody, I'm glad you could join us. This is Coach Mike, and on the line, I've got all the other remote coaches. So go ahead and chime in and say hello, everybody. Hey, this is Coach Daniel. Hey, this is Abby. Hey, everyone. This is Coach Hector. Um, and I'm your host, Coach Mike. And welcome to our next ep- or latest episode of Texas Taekwondo in the Coach's Corner. Um, I hope everyone's doing well these days. Um, I am now in week five of this whole staying at home thing. And um, I have to admit the stir craziness is starting to sink in. Um, how is everyone else doing staying at home? Uh, I'm holding up. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I can definitely feel a bit of the, maybe it's not stir craziness, but it's definitely like restlessness of like, I should be doing more, you know, uh, obviously I'm not in the same situation as you are uh, Mike <laughs> with uh, having three kids you know, and a, a, a wife. <laughs> Can't forget her. <laughs> well, I, I don't know which one which one is uh, more challenging to to live with. No comment. <laughs> There's no right answer, right? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it, but uh, I'm just trying to adjust my routine as, as best as I can. You know, I, I just finished hanging out with some other friends over. We tried uh, – we actually tried out um, – What's it called? The app House Party. Um, has anyone else tried that? I used it for a little bit. What do y'all think? I've I've heard of it. I like how it has like built uh, games in it. Yeah. Um, but but I haven't had like an opportunity to like really dive into it. Yeah. Just gonna do it. App, me though. App review of it. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of it. It's very like like as soon as you open the app, people can just jump in and start talking to you, and that that scares me. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. hello. You know? Yeah, that's that's a little <laughs> creepy. How you like receive a notification of like, oh, uh, Daniel's in the house, or like, like complete strangers. No, it's just friends you added, but still, you know, it's like you can't go in the app <clears throat> without letting people know that uh... you're there. Well, you can, but I think it defeats the whole purpose of the app, which is basically, it's basically <laughs> like some kind of, I don't really get it. Everywhere I swipe, it's always like, invite your friends, invite your friends. And so uh, I, I I was over it. We switched to Google Hangouts after that, and that worked just, just as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I'm doing. I'm, I'm keeping on. How about y'all? So on, so on my side, um... I mean, you guys know um, I'm still uh, going like very little has changed for me um, in terms of staying at home. Um, I'm still kind of, you know, just driving to work um, every day. Uh, Ironically, it's actually um, probably been one of the busiest months work wise um, since I've started my new job. So I'm actually I'm at I'm at home very little. Um, And my mom will like tell me like, 
look what your brother helped me do today and rearrange the house and stuff. Like, what have you done since you moved back? You know, like you just have your like oldest stuff that you brought and dumped in our house and your brother's helping me do this and that, you know? And I'm like, that's good. Give it. Yeah. Cause uh, when I was growing up, uh, I always got a little more atten- uh, attention than my younger brother. So to kind of finally hear my mom be like, yeah, I think I like your younger brother better. I'm like, good. Now you can stop calling me at work. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, well, to be honest, I stopped counting like how long I've been in quarantine. Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I even forget what day it is. <laughs> the only thing that keeps the schedule on me is like some have meetings uh, with my thesis advisor. Um, but other than that, yeah, I start, started working out a little bit more bunch of zoom calls uh actually just escaped uh passover zoom call <laughs> i'm not even jewish <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was about to ask you <laughs> yeah uh, no, Kudrin is actually is a sephardic jew uh last name <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, yeah um my girlfriend's jewish and ah. she's having like a family jewish zoom we actually had two of them so we had to sit through those uh, and I escaped. Thank you, guys. <laughs> do, you, do, you know, You're do you know Hebrew yet, Hector? You're welcome. No, no, not at all. Wait, Lahaim. That's all I know. <laughs> very, oh. very important. Yeah, very, very. Important very. phrase. What, hey, can you what tell... about you? Oh, sorry, what? Can you, can you tell Jackie I watched the Ten Commandments the other uh, this past weekend? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, I don't know. Was, like, I feel like my cred flex, like, yeah, kind of. Avi, come on, get it together. We've seen the Ten Commandments like twenty times each. Like that's almost required watching every year. It's Easter time, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's really good acting. Gotta say, Charlton Heston. Her. Yeah, I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Um, it's. Like I said, it's week five, and I jokingly um, said to the family today, I was like, oh, man, another Blur's Day. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, my wife just gave me this blank look, like, what the hell are you talking about? It's clearly not Blur's Day. What is this Blur's Day you speak of? And Yeah, she, she killed another one of my dad jokes. She, uh, she has a pretty good habit of that. Mm. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've been able – like I – I joke about it. The days have been kind of blurring together. Um, I'm starting to set up root, um, routines just for me to kind of keep the days organized, um, you know, either by working out or having meetings like this. Mm-hmm. Um, my girls, they still have a routine with their school. So that, that helps too. But, uh, you know, it's starting to blend together for me. Um, yeah. For, so for everyone that's listening, I'm, you know, I, I've been at home most of this time. I only have to go in if I'm, if, there's like an emergency and I get called into work, but I'm, I'm just at home chilling. This is kind of like a preview for retirement for me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm almost halfway through. I can start thinking about retirement. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you say I that. See, <laughs> just wait till your kids get older. <laughs> yeah. I see yeah. you've been teaching your daughters a little bit of Taekwondo, right? Yeah. So that, that helps with the routine. Um, I'm so it's been a lot of fun. Um, we've been going through the basics and now I'm starting to teach them Pumze to kind of 
keep track of our progress. And I have to admit, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's, I almost feel like everything I've done in Taekwondo in terms of learning and teaching and then, you know, being at Texas and coming back to Texas, everything I've done in Taekwondo has been leading up to these moments. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of gives me chills. Um, yeah, so I see a lot of potential in both of them, but I see a lot more fun and value in just the, the spending time with them and bonding. Um, so let me ask you a question. So it's, it's a dream of mine that eventually my children do Taekwondo. Do you ever get that fear? I know that you're barely introducing them to the sport, but do you ever get that fear that maybe they won't like it or they'd rather do something else? <laughs> that's, that's a good question because um, I actually started my girls. We tried out a few other Taekwondo schools and other martial arts schools before they started training with me. And I've always been trying to find the balance of myself as a parent whether or not to push my kids into doing something that they could potentially not like Mm -hmm. or, you know, just keep experimenting with all these different um, options until they find something they do like. Um, For some reason, um, and and I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, but I have seen a better response in them in terms of learning martial arts when it's been with me compared to when I just, sign them up with another school and I just sit there and I watch them. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think it boils back to, you know, your origin stories with Taekwondo Hector. Uh, just, uh-huh. it's not just about learning the, the martial art, but spending time with your family members. So, you know, for you as your father, right. You, you and your dad yes. hang out all the time. And I think yes. that's where my girls are getting the value of it. Gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. Maybe that maybe yeah. that would have helped. Um, if my parents had taught me taekwondo instead of sending me off to. I hated it. I hated it. Really? Yeah. So wait, why did you even start? Because my parents made me. Well, okay, no, no, that's not true actually. So take it way, way back. Uh, little Daniel in Houston in first grade, I want to say. Um, his best friend Gil, um, was doing taekwondo with. Uh, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of Young Brothers. Um. <clears throat> with uh, Master ja- Master Jambi ah. school, um, yeah, Grandmaster Jambi, excuse me, yeah. Um, so, I guess back then he was, he may have still been Master Jambi. It was a while back, uh, but anyway, so he had been doing Taekwondo. <clears throat> uh, I think it was through like a after school kind of program at our school, um, our elementary school that we went to, um, and he did it for a while. And then I was like, oh, Gil's doing Taekwondo. I want to do Taekwondo too. Um, and so my parents signed me up, um, and uh, I it was I don't remember much about it, other than I quickly started to hate it, and I don't even know I don't even know why I have no idea why because thinking back like I have nothing but fond memories of Taekwondo, um, but yeah anyway I just I just hated it It was drag kicking and screaming. Um, and and after after I, I switched <laughs> schools, um, I was like, all right, whew, I'm free. Nope, psych. Apparently, right across from my old elementary school, there was a uh, a taekwondo uh, dojang called Kim's Taekwondo. Um, and I also remember my mom was uh... like, oh, we should we should keep you going with taekwondo. 
And I'm like, okay, sure, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and she found this dojong called Kim's. And, and guess what little old um, misogynistic Daniel said is, Kim's? I don't want to be taught by a girl. <laughs> Aren't you a quarter Korean? Okay, but I didn't know I didn't know any Korean people at that time. I I went to like an all you know it was a very it was a, it was a private school. It was very um whitewashed. Uh, we'll say it that way. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, so Fair I enough. Didn't know that Kim was a Korean last name. Um. So yeah, I I just made the stink about it, and then I showed up, and um, Grandmaster Kim was in fact not a woman. He was an old Korean man. Um, were you re- were you relieved by that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was... I, I, I don't think it changed that much in the grand scheme of me just not wanting to go and making it very clear to my parents that I think I just didn't want to do anything. And that was my thing. Because I remember uh, before, uh... Or during, or after that, I was signed up for swim lessons, and I hated those too. And I would scream and cry, like, I don't want to go there. Um so yeah, it was it was a struggle, but I feel like at the class, once it actually got me through the door, I ended up having a fun time. And uh, actually, I, I grew up um, doing exclusively pumse because I, I did genuinely dread sparring. Like I I wasn't good at it. I didn't have any sort of strategy or approach. I wasn't particularly strong or fast or you know I I I hadn't figured out the best way to spar, and so I kept losing, getting mm-hmm. pushed around and. Uh, beaten up by by Jana Hermoso's big brother. Uh, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a, a good day when I came back to my uh, home school and I could whip his butt in sparring after training with UT for a while. Um, oh, there you go. I'm not a weenie. Anymore. I like it. I know. I know. Actually, <laughs> and, and that kind of whipped him back into competing and, and you know trying to trying to focus more on sparring too is after we we sparred he's like oh man i i gotta get serious now um so. i like that i like the ken and ryu the ken and ryu type uh yeah, challenging yeah, jude if you're out there i owe you i owe you a rematch uh, it's i'm a little rusty but Ooh. yeah it's been a while <laughs> Wait, did he bully you that wait, hard it wasn't even bullying <laughs> he, was, you know, he was he just <laughs> sparred as hard as he could and i just couldn't take it because i was being a weenie um I'm looking back at this very objectively. Like I, I have no ego about me. I, I was, you know, I, I, I was good at Pumse. I did Pumse. I was good at Pumse. Um, but again, it was all just dragging my heels the whole way. Um, up until, yeah. up until I want to say like junior or senior year, I found out that I'm going to college, and I'm like, okay, they got a Taekwondo program. I guess I'll keep doing Taekwondo. And so I did some research and. I, I actually think I uh, I sent an email to them. I, w- I wonder if I can pull it up still to Texas Taekwondo. I kind of really want to do this actually because I think <laughs> it was it was a very um, naive email. It was uh, so so I heard from one of my instructors who I I guess he was <clears> never <throat> at UT, but maybe I confused. Maybe it was like at some UT affiliate. But anyway, he said, "Yeah, UT totally has a Pumse program." Last I was there um, in like 2000. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, okay, I want to do Pumse. I was kind of into tricking, you know, maybe trick kicks, demonstration teams, that kind of stuff. Um, and so I sent an email, something like, um, gosh, I really want to find this. 
Wait, so you 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 were still in Taekwondo throughout your throughout yeah, your yeah, high yeah. school? I, I stuck it through. Well, my parents made me stick it through. At some point, it was just like, uh, what's the word? Uh, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Um, so you sympathized with your hostage takers? Yeah, basically. Um, I I, okay. I just stopped caring. Um, did you ever get your black belt? Yes, yeah, Kim's? I got my black belt. I got my black uh... belt. I want to say sophomore year, high school, junior year of high school. Um, got my first okay. on Kukiwan certified too. Um, we did it the whole yeah, official yeah, yeah. way. Oh man, I I think I found so, it. I think I found the email. Oh, that's boring. So before you before you start reading your email, I do want to chime in. I I'm very familiar with Kim's Taekwondo, and I remember their name standing out. When I first, when my family first moved to Houston in like 1991, and I'm, I, I, am embarrassed to agree with you as well. Um, I, I wasn't very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I wasn't exposed to many Korean families around that age, and so when I saw the name Kim's Taekwondo, I too thought, oh, it must be a female teacher at this Taekwondo school. Um, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, sure. But you know they were they were relatively far away from where my family lived. So um, yeah, I never really went to their school. But I, I do want to plug in that that is also the school for fellow Texas alum Samuel Kim. Yes, 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 yes. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, his his father um, was a grandmaster there. Good yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, and actually, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, um, so uh, Grandmaster Kim passed away a while back, um, and his daughter took over running the school, Master Hannah Kim. So it kind of comes full circle. So yeah, it, it is. It is. It is taught by a, a, yeah, a female master, yeah, yeah. a great one by the, at that. Yeah, yeah. So I can't uh, find the email. I thought it was an email or Facebook message, but it was cringy something like yeah basically like i want to do all this stuff uh, i want to do this and this and this and this you guys i heard you guys do this and this and this and then i remember one of the officers coming up to me and saying are you daniel because we got that weird email from you and we're like yeah no we don't do any of this except for sparring um, so yeah just come join good luck um yeah and and so daniel i think i found another I found another part of your email. You probably were like, oh, yeah, by the way, got a perfect SAT score. You should totally make me your president and give me complete control. <laughs> saying, totally love Taekwondo. So, Daniel, I think I remember your first class. What it year was that? It would have been 2012, fall of 2012. 2012. I, I, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and check my dates, but I remember you specifically and it had to have been a first class um you know we went through like an open house type class and joe does his usual you know at the end of class we all kind of sit down it's just open floor questions and i remember a tall lengthy kid with a long <laughs> ponytail asking so do do y'all do trick kicks? Oh God, that's where it was. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I remember, remember. I remember it was it you was asking, me. "Do y'all do y'all do trick kicks?" And Joe was like, "Uh, no." Next oh. question. <laughs> and you know, I was trick I was so scared of, of Joe, and that just like both relieved and shot me down. <laughs> he he just brushed my question off like that, but at least he didn't make me feel dumb about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it wasn't as bad it as I'm, I'm painting the story to be, but bad. I do remember. 
I do remember your first class, and I do remember that question at, um, doing trick kicks. And I remember kind of looking at Joe as he answered that question. I was like, I thought to myself, man, this kid's never going to last in Texas Taekwondo. <laughs> and look really? at you now. Here you are. You're one of my closest friends and good colleagues of this organization. So it's just funny how that works out, you know? I will say that he is definitely a very unforgettable individual. Because... <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you why. Because my freshman year, I went to Texas Taekwondo Open House, but I actually did not join. Um, but I remember, I think Daniel was an officer by then. And I remember that even though I didn't join that year, like I used to live in Jester West and I would see them at, what's it called? JCL? J- or no, J2? JCL, JCL. We did at... J- no, JCL, yeah. I would, I, would, I would always see them. I think it was the group of Sherry, Andrea... You, Daniel, and I don't know who else, but I remember seeing you guys, and it's so weird to think that at that time you guys were strangers, and now it's like, you know, like one of my closest people. It's just a little bit wild. Um, I know, but I definitely also remembered you. I also... Bobby, were you there? (laughs) uh, I wasn't. I actually had the same story as you, where I went to Taekwondo my freshman year, I definitely remember the kid with the ponytail for sure. Um, it's coming back, you know, with this whole quarantine, like no haircuts. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling my hair get shaggy. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I had a friend. She, she offered to give me a, a haircut, and she's like, "I've never cut anyone's hair before, except for my dogs once." And I was like, uh, "Hell no!" And now I'm like, "Hell maybe," because ponytail days are long gone. <laughs> maybe we could explore other options like uh, just just saying just saying i'm taking donations <laughs> um wait so you're saying that you're in a similar situation are we um yeah so i i went my freshman year i remember joe i remember daniel i also remember i don't remember his last name but i remember ben oh ben um, frederick so i'm just gonna call him ah, big ben frederick Frederick, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that guy, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to kill me. I need to get out of here. Like, he's not – Joe was not the one who scared me away. It was Ben who scared me away. And I was just like, oh, my God, I am going to get eaten alive. Like, let me at least, you know, make it past, like, uh, the Doomsday 2012 prediction before I come back. And um, when I <laughs> – when I came back, Ben was still there. I was like, "He's still okay, there. Whatever. He hasn't moved. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been staring he at me the whole time. <laughs> He's not blinking. But uh, <laughs> Ben is like the nicest guy you know. He's got the he's got this like deep laugh, like hoo hoo. But you're like, he's 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 just super. He's super genuine, super chill. You know." Yeah, yeah. I later found that out once uh, my first semester in uh, Taekwondo. That uh, oh yeah, well he was a coach I think at the time. So um, yeah, I I kind of got used. To, I I don't think I ever actually sparred him, um, but I definitely kind of got used to like okay, well he's tall, Daniel's tall, everybody's tall, whatever. I'm gonna get my butt anyway. <laughs> so for the record, I remember like in practice, Avi, every single question. It would be like, all right, scenario. What is the shorter <laughs> yeah. <than> your opponent? <laughs> and then you will ask your question. Um, but anyways, Avi, did you do Taekwondo before you joined Texas Taekwondo? 
No, I didn't. In fact, I kind of had a hateful relationship to Taekwondo because I, like Coach Mike, has stalked me and somehow found out that I actually started off with just, you know, <laughs> with karate and um, a myriad of martial arts. I switched martial arts like every year, not because I wanted to, but because my instructor, I, I, I had very rotating door of instructors up until a certain point. <laughs> And um, I remember my next door neighbor went to elite Taekwondo. Uh, Mike, if you've, I'm, uh, Mike, yeah, I'm very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So of course this is like, I got trained under the Lopez's I'm so this and that. And I was just like, whatever, man, get in the ring and we'll see how you do. Um, and it was basically ITF style. Like for me, um, it was points mm -hmm. barring, you know, first one to five, it, there was a break after every point. Um, so he was always like Olympic sparring so much better. And I was just like, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's spar. And I would always just like bop him in the head. Cause he's not used to hitting in the head. Um, mm. So that was my kind of bread and butter. And it obviously did not work out too well. When my first tournament in Texas Taekwondo, I found out that you get a penalty for hitting in the head. Um, and I was just like, <laughs> what? You should give me points for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah i had a lot of uh, my style was very different um you know it was uh basically you know itf style um i did again i mainly did forms um and i still did sparring because i always wanted to be like i always kind of consciously i wanted to be like well balanced and um i was pretty decent at both but i was definitely more um better at forms and like kind of i can relate to what daniel's saying <clears throat> where i was Again, I could spar, but I definitely wanted to more focus on forms, and I was very um, wary of sparring and just, you know, it was very physical. And back then, I was I was like a very sickly boy. Like, I, it's very – I've come full circle now. Um, but back then, my, like, I was incredibly skinny. I was very small. I didn't have a muscle in my body. Um like, I remember I got my first, like, my calf muscle started, you know, I saw my calf muscle bulging one day. I was like, oh, my God, I have muscles. Oh, my God, I'm not a skinny, you know, boy anymore. Don't at me. And, <laughs> wow. I'm just picturing a very jacked hobby <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, not not jacked. I mean, maybe in high school. and But, like, back then, I was so, like, people used to make fun of me for that um, a lot. So, I was super skinny. I was never good at any sports like i i just could not play sports worth anything um so when i kind of joined um my middle school actually instead of pe offered an alternative um under the it's called like the kickstart kids program and it's actually a program started by chuck norris um where in texas public schools in certain cities you have these karate programs and you can do that instead of pe and most kids did it so they didn't have to do pe I actually did it because I was actually legitimately kind of like my mom had started me um, in classes when I was a kid um, doing karate. And I, again, I hated it. You know, I was dragged to it all the time. And my mom finally was like, okay, fine, I'll stop. Um, <clears throat> but when I got to middle school, I was kind of like, you know, let me, let me do it on my own accord. Let me, you know, it seems, this one seems actually kind of fun. And I actually had a lot of fun. Um, actually, it was like the first thing I could really say I was kind of like, I guess, good at where I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually, I can do sports. I'm not just, uh, you know, four eyes nerd who just kind of, you know, just, you know, get your grades, go to school, you know, that's all you're good for. So that was kind of like a huge um, confidence boost for me. 
So I actually continued mm-hmm. doing that. Oh, wow. Yeah. All the way up until 12th grade, you know, before I went to college and I still keep in touch with those guys. Um, you know, those are some pretty close friends. Um, but that, yeah, that's where I kind of started off like with, um, karate. Basically I did like styles, like Shotokan, um, Tang Sudo, uh, Chun Kuk Do, which is what I ended up with. And that's Chuck Norris's style. Um, and I actually got to meet Chuck Norris um, at my black belt. Oh, my whoa, God, whoa, black whoa, belt. whoa, 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 time out. You got to meet Chuck Norris. Uh, not only did I get to meet Chuck, uh, Chuck Norris, I got to meet his wife and got pictures. Not with, only Chuck Norris, I I but Chuck Norris's wife. <laughs> not many people get to say that and survive. That yeah, true. so I'm actually looking it up right now on Facebook, my photo with Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris's um, wife. As soon as I took Please get out. Yeah, please get please, out. Please post it on the comment when we upload this. <laughs> yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> so I definitely put Wait, it on. And did I hear you correctly? Go ahead. You you received your black belt. I did. In karate. Yeah, yeah. And it was presented to you by Chuck Norris. It was. What? Whoa. Um, um, my level of respect for you just just shot through the roof. Same um, here. <laughs> what do you get when you multiply? 1,000 by zero. Uh, well, zero. Oh, huh? no, <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> no. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. No. I'll beat you in front of your children. That's true. Make them watch. <laughs> you'll never be able, <laughs> you'll like, never be able to teach This is what you get. Again. No one, yeah. <laughs> no one talks down to my disciples. Ah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, that's that's actually really amazing, Avi. I, I I shouldn't have. I apologize for taking away from him that moment. It's um, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a red laser dot on my forehead right now. <laughs> um, wait. So, what year was that, Avi? Did we lose him? Oh, oh, did I? I hope I didn't upset him. Now, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> maybe he's calling Chuck Norris right now. You may Norris want to disconnect right and reconnect, <laughs> I, I honestly hope I did not offend him with that. Look behind you. <laughs> oh, um, wait. wait so, I'm still oh, on the recording, yeah, right? You, you are now. We couldn't hear you for a little bit, and I thought, I thought I had offended you, and I thought we thought that you probably went to go get Chuck Norris, and that my life. <laughs> was about to end okay so i found it i found the picture um and it's me it's me and my black belt with my black belt certificate and chuck norris has got his wearing an astros hat and with his arm around me just you know being can, can you send dude. that over to the, the so, group chat we're gonna, we're gonna put this dude. up with the podcast <laughs> okay wow yes, please, please please do yeah so wait so go ahead so am i the only am i the only one that uh, didn't do Taekwondo during high school. Did you do Taekwondo, Coach Mike? I did. So I I started Taekwondo in fourth grade. My family had just moved from we had moved we had lived all over the place, um, but we had moved from Longview, Texas, and then we finally settled in Houston. And then um, I remember at a new school, I was getting picked on and bullied on a lot. So there was a Taekwondo school just down the street from our new house. And I begged, mm-hmm. I begged my dad to put me in there. And mm-hmm. um, that school, um, the grandmaster, 
pretty well known in, in the Vietnamese community in Houston. His name is uh, Grandmaster Van Ben. And I, oh, actually right. I actually trained under his, one of his um, main uh, instructors, Master Hein. And um, mm -hmm. I, I remember, you know, I, I joined Taekwondo because I was getting picked on. And then after like one or two weeks of studying Taekwondo, um, I started picking fights at school. And I, I was essentially getting revenge for <laughs> getting picked on. Yeah. And um, I got in so much trouble at school. And my, you know, the school called my parents. My parents told mm -hmm. my master. And I just remember getting in so much trouble after my master found out that I was, you know, getting into fights after, after starting with them. So, you know, it, uh -huh. it, it's, it, that's always been a lasting impression on me. Uh, but yeah, I, I did Taekwondo since fourth grade. Um, all the way up through high school. And, you know, I had my in moments, my out moments. There are times when I didn't like it. There's times that I didn't want to go. There's times that I really, really wanted to be there. Um, but I was, I'm kind of like in the same boat with Daniel and Abby. Um, there were times that I just didn't like sparring. And the main reason was uh, because, you know, I got my ass kicked a lot. I did. And I just wasn't comfortable with it. And, What's interesting for me is that as much as I was uncomfortable with it, I was surrounded by a bunch of people who kept telling me that I was actually really, really good at it and that I had the athleticism and the know-how to keep doing it. So mm -hmm. I, I kept sparring and I would compete, but it was, I always felt like I was doing it for other people because they had all these expectations for me. And, um, I, it, that was something that was really hard for me to kind of sort out mentally and emotionally later on. And I think I still carry it with me the, to this day, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I, I sparred, I competed, um, uh, I think before I got to UT, the highest I had competed at was States. Um, but I just liked a lot of the confidence that went with it. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I but, feel like. I feel like there's just definitely something special, like Avi said, of joining on your own terms, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there, there uh, absolutely is. Because, like I said, I, I, did, I actually did quit Taekwondo during high school. Oh, I did right. all, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, same as Aiden, <laughs> although he can <laughs> kick my ass in both of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did quit. Um, and then once I got to UT, you know, I started like look it up. I did look it up online. I was like, got interested. And then my freshman year, I went to an open house. And then I, I said to myself, you know what, let me just focus on grades this year. And then the second year I came back and I joined and I fell in love with it. And I definitely went full in. Um, but no one was telling me there was no expectations from my parents or anyone to like join. And yeah, it was, it was it's rewarding kind of yeah so did you did you get a black belt before you got to ut hector yes i did i got my black belt when i was like seven or <laughs> oh i thought it was like what? three years old wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I did have my black belt so yeah it was a little weird coming to texas taekwondo and then they're like oh yeah here you go you're a red belt it was a little mm. humbling for sure yeah and at the time there was I guess there was no like no Aiden or anyone to be like, yeah, you you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Someone to yeah, we call that we call that an enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember 
I guess, yeah, Abraham and I, we were both red belts, and, you know, we were always, like, kind of pushing each other to, like, <laughs> get on to the next level. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. So, definitely, I did finish with a black belt. I did compete in a black belt my last collegiate, so that was very, very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was in D.C. Um, that is correct. So, you know, we're, we're talking about our, our origins with Taekwondo and kind of our introduction to Texas Taekwondo. Who was the first person from Texas Taekwondo that you met? Um, we'll start with you, Daniel. I mean, you reached, you obviously emailed apparently ahead of time about oh, trick kicks. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I met a, I met a lot of people. It was pretty <laughs> yeah. intimidating. Um, some names that pop out at me were uh, Sadie, Sadie Witkowski. Um, she was, I think, vice uh-huh. president or <clears throat> at the time. Um, she eventually ended up becoming president. She was also Kicks for Kids, the founder of the Kicks for Kids program, uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, she started that up with UT Elementary. Um, and yeah, I think her and uh, Court Flato, uh, who surprised, made a surprise appearance at last year's Collegiates, and Coach Joe does not believe me that Court was there. Court was there. Yeah, he Whoa. showed up. Court was there? We talked for a bit, and then he's like, I got to go, and, and disappeared. And then I, I tell everyone, like, wow. yeah, Court was here. And they're like, no, he wasn't. So <laughs> – I. Yeah, I've been trying to touch base with him for a while, yeah, but yeah, he showed up. He wow, said, he just showed and, up, huh? You know, we talked about how much the program has grown since the good old days, back when I was, you know, long hair, don't care, uh, long hair, care too much. <laughs> uh, I care. Too yeah, much. you definitely care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good. And, and again, no one believes me that he was there. So maybe he wasn't there. I don't know. Court, if if you're listening, can you set things straight? Like, was was this a hallucination, or you know, Come did I just snap under the strain of hosting <laughs> collegiates? Start having flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else was there? Uh, Druva. Yeah. <clears throat> Druva may have been the first person I met. I think he may have come up and just goofed around and tried to break the ice. And me, being my awkward self, probably didn't respond. Um, yeah, yeah. Those were those were some people who were there who were like older than me. And then uh, Dreg Daniel Regera. Um, oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Sadie's fiance. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there was a lot of people that I met. I don't remember exactly who would say the first was, but I just remember that was that was our group. You know, we started off. Uh, we were small, scrappy group. We took how many people was it? We took like no more than. No more than like 14 people to collegiates. It's probably counting the coaches too. It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Like two, maybe three hotel rooms worth at most. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And Avi's <laughs> first impression was Ben Fe- Frederick. <laughs> Actually, uh, sort of. I mean, that was my first impression, right? Um, it wasn't the club's first impression of me. Um, so <clears throat> my first person I met, I guess, would have to be Sherry. Um, and the reason for that was because I showed up to uh, te- a Texas Taekwondo mm-hmm. class. And as soon as Joe's like, yeah, we got a team. We train six days a week. And I was like, I was kind of looking at where I was in life. Um, 
I was kind of looking for a little direction. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was just coming off a breakup and I was like, I need something to do. I need something to kind of, you know, take my mind off of stuff <laughs> and focus. And, um, and I was like, yeah, six days a week, every day. Sounds good. I'll do it. Um, you know, and I was obviously overconfident, um, with thinking my karate skills would translate over. Um, so yeah, I signed up for team. Of course, I was five minutes late to that first class. And as soon as I told Joe, I was like, I'm going to join team. I was like, okay, cool. Well, um, this Saturday you got five miles. Um, your team captain, Sherry will be running with you. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And, uh, and she was, and I didn't realize at the time because Sherry was cool about it, but, um, I had to do those miles cause I was late. Um, and that's kind of how that's my first, I guess, actual connection with somebody in Texas Taekwondo. It was with her. We were just running around and we were just kind of, you know, chit-chatting and I guess getting to know each other, finding out about each other. Um, but Mike, I'm sure you've heard like uh, that. So I joined my, my last, my second semester of my sophomore year. And uh, that was probably not uh, a good semester for me just because I was constantly, I'm again, sure you, Danny was there where I was just like constantly late to class and Joe was just like not having it. It's like, Hey, every minute you're late to class, Ooh. you got to run, we a had mile. to run miles too. And it the, wasn't just you. It wasn't just yeah, you. that too. Oh, <laughs> and the, problem, the problem there. I know that trick. The problem there was in high school, I ran cross country and track and I, I <laughs> So when he's like, you got to run five miles, I was like, oh, that's okay, cool, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're that guy. You're that guy. The con- the physically conditioned yeah, runner. Like, it was a, jo- it was a joke uh, in, in high school when the, any of the track athletes were getting in trouble in class, and they're like, we're going to tell your coach. And if we're a football guy, if you're a football player, um, you have to build, you know, if your teacher kind of says something to your coach, you're not, you know, getting your grades up, something along those lines, you got to go run. So our track captain was going to, would always kind of say this to his teachers, like, what are you going to do? Tell my coach, he's going to make me run. I love to run. So I didn't have that same. Dang. <laughs> I didn't have that. Same- you brought that attitude with you to Texas Taekwondo. No, this was not my, this was, this was a, uh, in high school. This was like one of my track captains. To yeah. like I'm, one pretty, of I'm teachers. pretty sure I heard you say but, that though one time where you're like, oh uh, yeah, I was on track though. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you said that once. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was when we were all running because of you. And I'm pretty sure we may have chewed you out <laughs> for that one too, saying like, yeah, but we weren't on track in high school. Oh. Hey, so question. Would y'all have chewed him out if y'all had known that he had received a black belt from Chuck Norris? You know that does change everything. That does change. <laughs> that does change some things. Rolling in his grave or chair or wherever he is right now, like he's still alive. Okay, you know, he's not. What? what? <laughs> he he can hear you, I Daniel. With, I don't keep up with celebrities and whether they're alive or not. Time out. Chuck Norris is not just a celebrity. He's a legend. He's a legend. <laughs> he deserves some respect. Like a movie with him in it. Now that I think about it. Not Return of the Dragon? I mean... Wow. Google, Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris. Delta, Actually, Delta Force? Yeah, yeah, I may have seen Delta Force. Well, one of those re- reruns on TV. Expendables 2? No, no, didn't yeah. watch that. 
<laughs> I mean, clearly you know oh, yeah, you, no. you're you're well versed yeah. in memes, He's so like I mean the, that goes without saying. The opposite of butt. The head of all the jokes, because Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris can't be the butt what? of the joke. <laughs> What's the opposite of butt? <laughs> what? Sorry, that that was a window a too deep of a window into how my mind works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez. Daniel was like anyway, this too. Uh, yeah, Bobby was Bobby. the runner. <laughs> I, I bet he was. I bet he was. I bet he was. Oh yeah, we're back on Avi now. Yeah, yeah. So Avi, yeah, yeah. Uh, not not punctual, and he could run a lot. Worst yeah. nightmare. Coach's worst nightmare. <laughs> so I was definitely. Uh, I did not leave a good impression. Um, I was definitely the screw up back then. Um, and yeah, a lot of people on team probably hated me for that. I'm. I'm sh- Sherry can back that up. Daniel can back that up. Josh uh, Kievelvitz came back. You know, like, there's, everybody was just like, oh, my God, this guy. Not Are you serious? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a good first semester. I, to be honest, I didn't really know accountability. Um, and actually, um, this is kind of how I mm. learned what it is to kind of just accountable, <clears throat> to stop making excuses all the time, to just kind of, um, to finally own up to, like, things and not just – uh and to adapt and realize like this is the environment you're in these are the rules you got to play by and if you want to you know be a part of this you want to be a part of the culture and have uh, these experiences you need to be following the same rules everybody else is and it was something i was kind of a foreign concept to me and i remember i would always make excuses with the with joe and he would always tell me to you know uh, do 50 push-ups or do this or run this and I was and I would always sure I can do that I'll do it all day and so like I never took to the physical punishments and it's re- and then you know I and it resulted in me I was signed up for that collegiate but I actually ended up uh, I, I screwed up and I ended up um, not competing at that collegiate ironically in Berkeley but I did go um, I was just kind of, you know, we, that was like the agreement, like, Hey, I'll spectate, but I wouldn't compete. And I remember I said, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? So you were benched, yeah, yeah. essentially. I, I guess that's, that's correct. Yeah. That's pretty much correct. Um, so yeah, it wasn't a good, I didn't have a good first impression. I was kind of like a prom child more so than I am today. And uh, I definitely, I definitely was going to quit uh, for sure. And I was like, yeah, forget this. I'll go back to focusing on, you know, grades or whatever, you know, just like uh, cut, cut my losses. And then I remember that summer, I was just kind of like really like salty about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to train really hard this summer, make sure I come in the fall semester in shape. And I'm going to go and kind of, you know, prove a lot of people wrong and make them eat whatever words they had said. Um, so I, I came back that same fall and I know Joe told me yeah, he didn't expect me to uh, show up. Probably didn't want me to show up either with good reason. But I think, uh, you know, years later, I'd like to think I uh, changed a couple of minds. So, yeah, I had I definitely had a rough start in Texas Taekwondo, and I never would have pictured me still being with the organization even till this day. Especially after that, after the start I had, so it's kind of you know, nice to think about. 
Wow. That's yeah. that's an amazing story. Thanks for sharing. That's almost like a <laughs> like a, a very cliche sports movie. Honestly. You know? But a good one. I would I would definitely pay money to watch it. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a little motivational talk like Oh, listen, son. Yeah, you gotta change your life around. Sidekicks too. Sidekicks too. Uh, I mean, Mike, I'm sure you heard something. Wow. I'm sure uh, you heard those kind of stories too. Um. So, I mean, I've I've experienced them. Uh, I, I I know I've heard from you about your stories, but you know, I, I've seen my fair share. I've seen my fair share. Um. Yeah, I. I yeah, thanks for sharing. I, I really don't know how Hector's going to follow that one up. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, well, I guess my first impression of Texas Taekwondo, I was blown away, honestly. It was a very, I mean, coming into class, no one was wearing uniforms. Um, nothing, it was not very like a traditional practice. There was like ladder works, uh, strength and conditioning. And I was like, wow, like I, I was hooked. Uh, I remember, like, after the first class or something like that, I went up to Joe and I gave him props because I really liked the class. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys felt the same way because, I mean, coming from, like, a traditional school where everyone was, you know, like, bowing oh. and, like, wearing uniforms and all of that, it was it was pretty shocking to me. And, I I mean, I liked it. I liked yeah. the whole leave your ego behind, uh, that kind of mentality. But... Uh, going back to what Daniel said, yeah, first day is definitely overwhelming. I remember when Joe starts like sweeping the room and asking for everyone's names and major and where they're from. Like, I remember just being terrified of like speaking out life. loud, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the worst part, you know, like your heart's just pounding because like, you know, your turn's coming up and you got to speak up in front of like 30 people. Um, and then flash forward to now, you know, you and now like I'm in front of these people talking to them. So I had to plan out my puns. It's, it's interesting and how didn't things come turn out around. Right. And I don't think anyone laughed whenever I do them. It took me a while. <laughs> it really took me a while. Yeah. Hector, I, I didn't even know how well, you your problem for a yeah. good week or two when you first joined because you just would never <laughs> talk. Yeah, uh, I was definitely <laughs> shy. I was I was very different back then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow, I, I would never have guessed. Yeah, and then uh, and then it's it's weird because like I know everyone would relate to this, but Taekwondo started becoming this safe place where you know I would just be very vocal and just be myself, like let my guard down and just enjoy and have a good time. I, I find it very interesting how y'all are describing it, especially you, Hector. Um, well, there's no uniforms. It's still a very good workout. And what I would kind of describe like more modernized, more functional yeah. type workouts. Exactly. Modern, it, for sure. It was um, when I first joined Texas Taekwondo, it was the exact opposite. Not in a bad way, but, you know, it, that was also 20 years ago. Uh -huh. it, um, you know. Uh, I knew that I wanted to join Texas Taekwondo when I was a senior in high school. So I researched um, UT before I got there. And there was two 
Taekwondo clubs. There was ITF and WTF, and I was going to give both of them a chance. Um, I have an ITF background, so I checked out ITF first. And um, there, I so I joined. I I went. I started school in the summer, so you know things are a lot slower paced then. So the first class for ITF, no one showed up, and I was like, okay, well. I'll just wait for, um, I'll just go check out WTF now. And so when I showed up for WTF over the summer, there was only like two people there, but I mean, it was two people better than nothing. So I trained with them yeah. and some of the first people that I met, uh, was actually Paul Cho, who was a senior to me. And he was, he was the, at, you know, we didn't have coaches at the time. So he was the, the head instructor. So I guess today, like a student instructor, but the head student instructor. So he, his background was, um, he, he comes from a family that has a Taekwondo school um, out in the woodlands. Yeah, and um, yeah. actually Sherry, Sherry Tucci trained at his school for a little bit. So there's a little bit of a connection there. Um, so he was the first one that I actually met at Texas Taekwondo. And he kicked my ass like the first night we, we trained. But he is the most polite and nicest guy. So it was such a weird conflicting feeling for me. You know, um, we, he was super polite, super nice when we were meeting and warming up and training. And then we, we strap up and we start sparring and then he just kicks my ass. I was like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> That's how we feel with Aiden. Um, but he was so friendly about it too. It's like, I hate you, but you're so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be mad at you. Um, <laughs> Same exact feeling, you know, Paul is one of my best friends now, but I mean, he, he just went ham on me. And I remember we were sparring and we had gone a few rounds and I remember kind of looking at him and I did a timeout motion. I can't believe I did that. I did a timeout motion. I put my hands together to make a T and he just kind of smiled and nodded at me and he called a break. And I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Paul Cho was the first person I physically met and trained with at Texas Taekwondo. But I remember emailing Dan Cameron before I got to UT. And um, we had been corresponding via email before I got there. And I, I met him finally in the fall. And, um, you know, we just kicked it off. He's, he was a senior to me. Um, and uh, he, he kind of just took me in as like a kid brother mm -hmm. and made me feel very welcomed. Um, I had someone to look up to someone I desperately needed to have like a mentor and he definitely filled that role. But back then our, our club functioned very traditionally. We wore uniforms all the time. We, we wore belts. There was definitely mm -hmm. a hierarchy. Um, and our team back then mainly it was, it was built around um, anyone who had a black belt and then whoever we sparred with was the crew. And then that's who we would go compete as, but mm -hmm. Yeah, we had we had a big amount of very traditional Asian black belts, and oh, okay. and we had an, who I call an enforcer at the time. He was this older grad student Korean um, guy named Jong, and he was just jacked. Like he, if he wasn't kicking in the mat room, he was in Gregory Gym just lifting weights. So he was jacked, and he was just so fast when he would spar and. Man, it's just it's just one fair, um, but yeah, it was very traditional, traditional back then. Um, and I think some, you know, 
probably towards my senior year and around the time coach Joe got there, it, it evolved to this more modern way, which I definitely like too. you know, um, yeah. but I find myself trying to bridge or find my place in both. Cause I see the value in both having a traditional sense in a, and embracing oh, yeah, more, sure. more modern values and stuff like that. I definitely do dig the look of a belt without uniform that we currently have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, man, but uh, it's been it's been crazy. Um, teaching teaching my girls taekwondo has definitely opened up this portal for me to reflect on the past thirty years of my life. You know, um, when I first started taekwondo all the way up till now, it's it's just been been this really crazy, amazing reflection. And um, you know, I, I'm really I love hearing others stories with taekwondo like y'all's right now it's just been great yeah i'm kind of curious of like i guess because we all kind of had a background in taekwondo i'm kind of curious of hearing some stories of like people that were brand new did not know what the hell they were doing so maybe maybe once we post this maybe we can like comment and ask people i mean who, who, who do we have right now that's like a pure product of the club uh Danielle, for sure. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, Danielle. Bosco I would love to capture her story. One as well. Yeah, we, I mean, we can think of some names and ask, maybe tag them in the comments and ask them. Yeah, let's do that. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, pop quiz. And this is because I've been, I've been teaching my girls like from the very beginning of Taekwondo. Um, Abby, you may not be able to answer this, uh, but pop I quiz. Guess, what are the tenets of Taekwondo? So many times, over and over. Ooh. Hustle, loyalty, respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power. I like will. that. Um, I still got a little, a little bit left. Five percent pleasure. Oh. Fifteen percent pain. <laughs> Yeah, 100% reason to remember the name. 15% pain. Taekwondo. I don't remember that part. Anyway, it is uh, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and a commonly mispronounced indomitable spirit, not abdominal spirit. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or abominable spirit. <laughs> I, I think... Yeah, I think, yeah. I think uh, Aiden for sure <laughs> confused those words. <laughs> Maybe if he didn't talk as fast as he kicked. <laughs> uh. Good job, Daniel. Good job. Yeah. Um, I... You know, it's funny when I've been when I started teaching my girls, uh, I made it a point to start every class reciting those and ending every class reciting those. And I was very surprised that like I don't even have to think about reciting. Like they just come. It's not even memory. It's just straight from the heart. I, I just recite it the same way I did when I was nine years old, you know, and um, I'm sure you yeah, felt the same way just now. Huh? Bring me back. We had the. I think this one's different between everyone, but you have like a little pledge that you do, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone's is different. I, I, mm-hmm. I, oh, Students' it's, oath. It's, yeah, it's 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 all trickling back. A little bit. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, that like kind I, of stuff, I shall yeah. respect my parents, uh, I mean, my it's, teachers, it's, and stuff like it that. It was things that you yeah. said, and you just said them for the sake of saying them as a kid. Um, I can't, I can't ever remember having a, a eureka moment and like really, yeah, feeling it. But now thinking back, it's like that, that definitely shaped me and and who I was. You know, the the tenets of taekwondo and the ideas behind it. it's not just a sport. You know, mm-hmm. you're not just kicking for kicking's sake. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my master used to teach us, you know, the final stage of learning martial arts is when it becomes a way of life. And, um, you know, a lot of people never, ever reach that moment. And I, I don't have clarity if I have reached that moment, if I, if I ever will, or if maybe I've had glimpses of it. I think I've had glimpses of it, you know. Um, maybe moments like these, teaching my girls Taekwondo or Maybe at this age, this stage in life, those tenets of Taekwondo make much more sense now. And it's taken me years of reciting them as a kid to finally realize what they mean now. You know, it's kind of weird. Full circle. Yeah. yeah. I think like a lot of, um, while Man. it may not be official tenets um, and values, I do know like from my time in the club, like I was saying, learning things like accountability, responsibility, um, grit, and perseverance. These are things that, um, you know, may not be said in a pledge, but those were kind of like the biggest values. Like, really, Joe taught me this, taught me these things. And I applied, and I actually, you know, they come up every day. And I really try and, and live by those, like at work. You know, accountability, like when you mess up, when you uh, make a mistake, not trying to, you know, pass the buck or throw somebody under the bus, just say, hey, that was on me. I messed up. You know, I'm going to do better next time. And, you know, in grit and perseverance, when sometimes it gets tough, you know, not giving up and, you know, um, letting somebody else do the work for you, making sure that you keep on going on and putting the necessary work to continue. So, I, I, no, I didn't necessarily get official like tenets or some pledge out of my Taekwondo experience, but I think a lot of people take away different uh, values and important things, uh, especially from this club, and they can apply those to their lives. And that's when, in that to me is like how Taekwondo became, you know, I'm living it. Like whatever I learned in there, I'm living it. Um, and that's actually, I, I think I can say that till this day. Um, there's, yeah. you know that i still apply in the uh in my daily life every day how how have we seen tenets of taekwondo applied today you know it's interesting because i was talking with another alum friend of mine um way lee and he actually brought it up and you know way was a good buddy of mine back in the day and we goofed around a lot in taekwondo uh but he brought up integrity these days and he was very serious about it and i was very taken back and kind of happy to hear that you know, he, he, he still applies and takes to heart the tenets of Taekwondo very seriously today at this age. Um, and, you know, got me thinking, you know, who out there, even though we don't recite it and chant it all the time in class, like who we see it every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of perseverance. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got, there's a lot of people that um, you know, despite whatever they're going through, they go out and they put on a cheerful face and they they just keep doing what they're doing. Um, 
and that's 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 honestly that that's a huge thing right now to yeah. even be able to present I mean, that facade um, and it's important for a lot of people because a lot of people need that reassurance. Oh, yeah. you know, healthcare workers going out there all the time. They can't, they can't be complaining. They can't be breaking down. They got They got to yeah. do what they got to do. And uh, they definitely embody that spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I I have my girls explain what each one is, and for indomitable spirit, well, I have them repeat to me when I ask him what it means um, is, you know, when, when the body quits, when the body fails, but your heart and your mind don't give up and man, that's, you're right. That's exactly kind of what we need today. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I kind of want to close this one out by having us recite <laughs> the, the, the tenets of Taekwondo, but uh um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not discounting the value of it, but, uh, I, maybe we should, we could spare the, <laughs> the, the audience having us recite it. <laughs> um, but yeah, for anyone listening, it's, you know, please know that these are things that your, your coaches grew up with that, you know, we, we live by these values and we do our best to kind of teach by setting these examples for everybody, you know, I'm, I'm, that's how I feel, and I, I'm pretty sure that's how y'all y'all feel too. You know, hundred um, percent. But uh, yeah, I think this is a good closing point. I had a lot of fun with this chat with y'all. Um, it's always a pleasure. I love I love hearing more of y'all's stories in the history. You know, before we get out, one quick fact. Um, I, I did the math. This is kind of like a Daniel nerd. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like a, a C-3PO uh, but I did the math I tallied up and correct me if I'm wrong with this the amount of uh, years that um, all of us have working with each other cumulatively and that's to include Coach Joe in this and so you know the amount of years between Daniel and Hector with Daniel and Abby and then me and Coach Joe I added them all up and we have about 54 years of wow experience working with each other wow that's yeah that's i, I was kind of surprised too that's a lot um but yeah, i think absolutely. it shows i would never have guessed that so um yeah. again <laughs> so to be fair most of those years come from coach joe and i i think we go back <laughs> about <laughs> that that's 15 right there Mm-hmm. But the rest is mainly y'all, especially y'all three, because oh, y'all yeah. have been together for a while, huh? Yeah, we have. But the... I mean, and the whole goal, I feel like, is to bring more people like us. Yeah. To, and bring more and more experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to we're not going to be here forever. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I was building up pretty it, high with the indomitable, indomitable. indomitable spirit stuff, and then I just toss into mortality. But yeah, let's. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, now I want a group hug, but, you know, we'll have to wait on that one. 
Yeah, social distancing. Social yeah. distancing. <laughs> I'll put it on your tab. Uh, so, fellas, thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for joining me and us on this podcast. Um, Always a pleasure. Go down the line. Go ahead and start chiming out. So, Daniel. This hobby. Um, stay safe, guys, and keep up that positive energy. Uh, quick plug. If you saw my video project that I'm working on, please help me by sending submitting a video for a senior. And goodbye, y'all. Ah, thank you. So this is Coach Mike. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. We love you all. Be safe, be happy, and be healthy. This Later. is Texas Taekwondo signing out. See ya. All right, bye, y'all. This has been another episode of Texas Taekwondo in the Coach's Corner. If you would like to contribute to the Texas Taekwondo Alumni Association Endowment Fund, please contact Texas Taekwondo Alumni at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hook them. <laughs>